Hull House Podcast. We are back and I am outside today embracing the last bits of summer. We had a great summer here in Hull. A lot of podcasts, working on working on the music festival and super excited for the guest that we have this week. Thanks, Luke. THX Luke on Instagram. He is a dope sound mixer, audio engineer, producer, all the above that we met a while back when we were dabbling in some music stuff ourselves before Hull House Podcast. And he's been helping us with some sound stuff on and off uh, since when we started the podcast earlier this spring. And just a really cool conversation to finally link up now that he's settled down out in L.A. He dropped a single. He worked out with Cousin Stiz. Say Dad is now out. And we're super excited to just talk music and life with things, Luke. Here we go. Hall Host Podcast. That's definitely a huge part of it, too. Uh, yeah, you bring up a good point. You know, it's as... as you know, younger musicians and younger people that are into music, as soon as things develop and like we're moving into a different age of time, people's interests are also pretty diversified in like different ways. Like you said, like you might be a kid into hip hop in like the early 2000s, it's like probably just listening to hip hop. But now you look at young kids, like they're taking in so much content and different kinds of music and things. So, like you said, you know, somebody who even like five, 10 years ago, and, and you see it in like the meshing of like some music festivals, like they had a bamboozle festival down in, in New Jersey where the goal was to mix like rap music and like uh like screamo and stuff so like each year in pop too so like they would have like bruno mars drake and then like a day to remember like those would be the headliners and they're trying to mesh all those different worlds so now you think of a kid in 2012 would have gone to a festival like that you're like oh maybe i'm in like a bunch of this different stuff like you said then now you might be a hip-hop artist like like, i want to work with travis barker i grew up on that and i'm making rap music and so it's definitely pretty cool to see that that meshing and how things are things are being intertwined yeah and it's like you also got to think about how much music was being released like back in 2000 like you know the amount the just the pure amount of music getting released like on a weekly basis was not so much as there is now like now it's like oversaturated you could you could listen to a new song every second of the day and you would still never run out of new music. Yeah, we were just saying on the last podcast, yeah, I, I think it's like 60,000 songs every week on Spotify or something, something yeah, like that. Every day. Is every day. Every day. <laughs> 60,000 a day. It's crazy. It's insane. And, and, and what, we, what we were saying, I'm, I, like you're the same age as us, it felt like you had some pride when you found an artist and you went on the blogs and you, or you found a guy in like the YouTube algorithm and like you, you just downloaded his mixtapes off Dad Piff, or and you had literally the physical CDs of it, or you put it on your iPod Classic, and you listen to that shit all day. And like to think about the guys like Meek Mill that I found, Waka Flocka, Gucci, like these dudes that I just downloaded every single mixtape that they had and listened to every single shitty song that they had. And it's like, that's how you become like a massive fan. And now kids these days, it's like, I'm just listening to like the radio, like like the radio, the Spotify radio playlist. And it just puts shit in front of your face that like, here's a new artist. Okay, well, here's a new artist. And before it was just like, I love Gucci Mane because I have 10 mixtapes on my iPod Classic that I listen to all day long. Like, well, be- 
Yeah, Lil B. Same exact. <laughs> we'll talk about that like, in a second, man. We have a pending podcast with Lil B right now. <laughs> we're in we're in we're in cahoots. I might just call his alleged number that even texting. We'll see how it goes. But anyways, continue. We'll pull him up. Oh no, I was gonna say it's like you said, like your friends just sliding you CDs and stuff on the side so your mom wouldn't find out. Like that's just you know how the shit was. And that's what in like. I feel bad for kids right now because they didn't get to experience shit like that. Yeah. Like now they're just, you can just go on your phone and you have access to anything and everything. Like it felt, it felt special back in the day. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right, yeah. That you had, you had to work for like, if, if I go back on my like SoundCloud from way back in the day, I probably have the most crazy music on my likes that you've never heard of these artists. Like you'll probably never hear of them because they still have 10 followers. Yeah. And it's like, but and like I said, I was making, I was listening to a lot of instrumentals and stuff, especially on SoundCloud. Like I, I was big into EDM and uh, like trap EDM type stuff. And, um, but yeah, like just that, just the experience of like, wow, I've never heard this person before. And I've never like, it was just an experience. I don't know. You know, the, the game's yeah. fucked up. The game, and it, it's it's like like you were saying, like discographies. Like when I was young, I would find an artist, and I was like, boom, download everything, go on fucking uTorrent, and just yeah, get everything. Exactly. You know, yeah, yeah, you know, LimeWire or whatever. And uh, and like that's one of the lost things in music right now that people don't like. We're not listening to albums, mm. right? Like yeah. we're not we're it's not all necessarily songs. listening to artists progression either yeah there was a time where i went through like half of my ipod which was like 80 gigs worth of music just like top to bottom like i would listen to each artist like one by one you know what i'm saying and it's like sometimes there's you know like an example is like the beatles the beatles have a lot of like super like you hear a song you're like oh that's the beatles you know penny lane and fucking hey jude and all that and uh but if you like listen to some of their older stuff and some of their like less well-known music and albums they get crazy like it's super trippy stuff and it sounds like it could have came out like six months ago too yeah yeah like you could listen to it now and you'd be like wow this is refreshing like yeah. you know it's something that you would and but that's one of the things that you know progression has been lost people just love the same shit over and over and over like like the j cole album that just came out i didn't even listen to it because yeah. no neither j. Cole, but it's probably just like every single one of his other songs which is j cole and then like if you like j cole that's cool like and the problem is like two days two two, two days passed and like i didn't really hear like that of like Someone be like, like that's how what it takes now. If someone being like, yo, you gotta listen to this, and it's like, not that didn't happen. Yeah. If someone comes to me and is like, yo, like, have you heard this J Cole album? It's crazy. You need to listen to it. Like, everyone's just been like, yo, you listen to the J Cole album? Like, nope. They're like, yeah, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> you know I think you broken down into like J Cole stands who are like, he is like the greatest rapper of our time, and like they probably are listening. But yeah, you're right, I, and I think part of it is, and maybe it's just me, but I don't think like his last couple of albums have slowly kind of like been in I like to decline, like not music that like it's don't get me wrong, it's good music, right? He's a talented guy, he's super talented, but like it's just not. 
the type of music in right now that's like that that you're gonna like play when your girl comes over or like you're gonna play in a group setting when y'all are having fun and like turning up or like just doing what it, i feel like it's just more of like I don't, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm describing it poorly. But, but it's also not like introspective. Like I'm not going to sit there and listen to the J. Cole album while I'm driving in the car by myself yeah. to think about what he's rapping about. Like, I just don't really care. Like, yeah. Yeah. If it, like when Kendrick drops, like I'm listening to the entire album. Like, so if it Kendrick, is just weird. If Kendrick yeah. ever drops again, I am hands down. Like literally the yeah. second it comes out. Yeah. But that so there's also the shock value said. that he hasn't dropped an album. In so yeah, that too. <laughs> That's like you said though, like some artists what was like last album, uh, Damn. Damn. It was like, what, 2017? Yeah, yeah, 16. 16. Yeah, yeah, 17. Yeah, I think 17. But Kendrick is a guy that really, like, is, like, honed in on progression and moving on to a new thing and the next big, like, you know He's what I mean? He's, like, a great example of, like, progression. Like, someone like Drake sounds, to me, the same all the time. Yeah. And was like, yo, did you hear that new Drake song? I'm like, does it sound like Drake? Okay. Like, <laughs> probably just listen to any one of his old albums. And yeah, I'm I've already heard just, it. Just the exact same feeling. Yeah. Like, again, no disrespect to Drake. He's a great artist. But it's boring to me because he doesn't progress. Like, you know what you're getting. It's like, he's great at being Drake, but I want to see you, like, do something different. Yeah. And it's just a la- lack of risk-taking, too. What do you, you know? It's, it's just, a, like, a lack of risk-taking, too, that these... And, and like, I'm not going to call out Drake for fucking not taking risks, but like he kind of hasn't. Like, I mean, this last album, Scorpion, was absolute dog shit. It was way too long, way too many songs. It's probably like four or five. I'll say it. I don't give a fuck, dude. Who gives, who gives a shit? Way too long, way too many songs, especially coming off Kanye doing the whole Montana thing where it was 35 minutes. Kids See Ghost is my favorite piece of media, anything ever. I listen to it all the time. I listen to it while I'm driving to work. 35 minutes. It's perfect. All the way through. No no, no filler, no bullshit. Doesn't care about the streamings. Like All the views and fucking Scorpion. Both way too long, way too much bullshit. The Migos, what was it, Culture 3? Dude, that album was like two and a half hours long. Like, no, people aren't learning. Fucking, people aren't getting it. Like, <laughs> like no, like, well, because it's just, it's just a uh, labels. Like, yeah, no, we, ha- it has to be this long. It has to be this long. And that it also sucks. ties into like the whole album thing I was talking about. Like nowadays, it's it's harder to even drop an album of like a real length because no no one has the attention span to listen to from from front to right. back. Yeah, but like, but you could still drop albums, 12 songs, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, quick, you know, 45 minutes in and out. And that's, that's, that's cool, you know, but if you're dropping 26 song tapes. It's awful. It's like what well, Griselda's doing, Griselda's doing 45 minute. They're like keeping it how it should be early 2000s, late 2000s, 12 songs, all bangers, rapping hard, no fucking interludes, no song. What was that about the happy birthday Drake song? Like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I don't want to hear that on the album. Like, yeah. it drives me nuts. Yeah. I think, I think the whole like really long albums, that was like more so when, like I was like when it was harder to drop music. Like it's so easy to drop music now. If you want to drop 10 albums in a year, it's like not hard to do that. You can record 
relatively cheap from your house at this point. And, you know, you don't have to pay, you pay 50 bucks a year to upload unlimited tracks to, to Spotify, you know, and make a shitload of money too. make a shitload of money. And it just like makes sense. Like would I, would I rather drop a 10 song project or two 10 song projects or one twenty-five? So, you know, it's just like, exactly. You gotta make it make sense for the, for the times we're in also. Cause I might, I might be going back on what I'm saying, but <laughs> yeah, no, bring it full what circle. It is, yeah. But the, yeah, I, uh, what I said earlier, the game's fucked up. Game's fucked the, up. The game's fucked up. No one's buying albums. Spotify is paying nobody any money. We hadn't had tours for like a year and three months. Like the game is fucked up. The game is very bad right now, especially because there's no touring. So a lot of people are hurting. And once once that opens back up, I think we're going to see like a lot more just like, I don't know, life in, yeah. in the hip hop world, you know? How is stuff in LA right now? Like, you know, in mass, they lifted all the restrictions on everything this past yeah. weekend. Just kind of interesting. Everything? You don't, you don't got to wear masks or nothing? Nope. No, not at all. I'm about to move back to mass, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, LA is, feels the same. I mean, everyone, I was just at the beach yesterday. Like everyone mostly has a mask on. Like even outside? 60, 75%. There's a good amount of people just very, they'll walk by you. And if you don't have their mask on, they'll fix theirs to make sure it's it's covering and really i don't know, i think it's funny uh i'm you gotta laugh at it i'm very i'm very open on me not like this whole pandemic is <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's all i should that's all i should really say on it <laughs> no, that's, all, that's all you have to say yeah um yeah it, it's it's definitely weird you know just i it's just weird in general you can never imagine this being an outcome of the world yeah. like literally shit you see in movies is happening like just and just like a lot of the stuff the the whole the whole jab going on they're trying to incentivize you to by giving you crispy cream and fucking in and out and like why it's weird it's why would it's they odd. give you something to, to make you healthy, but then give you something to kill you that, you know, like people, people really don't understand how oh, we're getting deep bad, into it now. Like fast food and processed foods is it's like, it's not food. Yeah. <laughs> it's really not food, you know, but, but the people who are looking out for your health are giving you this for, for, for free because they want, they, cause they need something from you and they're, they're incentivizing you with this. Uh, I don't know, man. It do be it do be tasting good though. It <laughs> <laughs> got you there. <laughs> so that's the thing. It do be tasting good. But damn. So everything is everything like closed out there? Or is it just like a mask thing, or is there capacity limits, or what are you? It's capacities. I haven't been to like any clubs or anything. Um, have I? I went to a couple bars that were like pretty you had i think you had to wear a mask i don't know i wasn't wearing mine but 
it's it's definitely lenient you know it's not like super strict like it used to be um a lot of things are more are more more lenient and uh yeah i don't i don't know what normal is ever going to look like again that's my biggest like it's been okay back here Normal, it's like, I don't think anything's ever going to be back to normal. Yeah, I'm going to be honest, because I agree with you. That's how I felt, too. And even when but, they... But, even, but last weekend, I, I yeah. it was awesome. Like, dude, I turned up. It was all, it was, yeah. it was back to normal. I, I thought the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. Never be back to normal last weekend. Yeah, even once awesome. they announced that everything was going to open back up, I, I really thought it was going to be, like, a very yeah, gradual yeah. thing. Many businesses weren't going to, like, hold it up. And we went into the city, and literally it walked in, like, the Sam Adams brewery and they were like yeah don't wear a mask if you don't want like literally we weren't asking they're just like yeah please just take off your mask keep it on if you want we're like all right we'll take them off like whatever like fucking awesome yeah no it was like a flick of a light switch like people have reacted very interestingly out here at least like where it feels normal like very shockingly so so is it is the demographic out there like mostly young people that are out or is it like a, a solid mixture? Dude, both. It's a mixture. Yeah, it's it's a young mix. people. It's old people. It, it's all ages. Yeah. That's fine. No, that's good. No, definitely. There are some people still wearing masks and stuff. I mean, but no, aside from that, things are definitely kind of moving in that direction of, of normalcy, which is good. Has COVID affected work for you at all? Um, COVID was the biggest blessing of Probably not. I won't say my life, but <laughs> just uh, when COVID hit, it made me like. Well, I, I quit working at Phoenix Down when COVID hit because they were like, you got to come get a, a test and all this. And I was like, I'm good. Um, I'm going to just freelance. So I started freelancing and that kind of like put the pressure on me to like. I wasn't at the studio every day. I wasn't. um I was like, I used to sleep at the studio. I was working there like every day for like, you know, three, four, five days straight. I remember the Instagram stories. You'd be posting the angel numbers and I'd be like, <laughs> one, 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 two, 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 three, 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 four. I'm like, does this guy sleep, bro? Don't, don't think the, num- the numbers are still busting. Don't <laughs> <laughs> check my stories today. They're still, they're still going. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it just kind of made me like bunker down. That was when, when COVID hit, that's when I really like took a, uh, um, took the steps towards getting my health better, getting my mental health better, my physical health, kind of just like everything. It really made me like sit down alone and like figure out what I needed to work on, figure out what my game plan was, figure out if moving to LA was the right option or if it was possible. So, you know, when COVID was going on, I flew out there like four or five times, um, made some connections, you know, hung out with some people, got in some rooms, but not, it didn't really affect my work. Like if anything, I liked working, like, like it made me quit. Right. Which made me more money in the long run because I was working for myself. And then, I just had the freedom to do whatever I wanted. You know, I wasn't tied to the studio. I wasn't tied to anyone else, but like whatever, whatever I wanted to do. The driving was a little intense because it was from Worcester to Boston. So any session I had was like two hours worth of driving for the most part. 
but uh yeah man i don't know i it, it worked out good for me <laughs> you know that's definitely the blessing in disguise. I think a lot of people had with this whole thing is that it opened people up to doing things that they probably wouldn't have done, you know, yeah. if it weren't. So it was, it was really that moment for a lot of us just, you know, put the brakes off for a second, reevaluate things and make moves like you did. Um, was LA the like distinctly, I know you were going back and forth a little bit when, when this all first started, but was that like the only place you were considering or did you have other options you were looking at? No, I was actually really close to um, buying a studio or buying a, a space for a studio in Boston um, because I had I had the idea that if I opened my own studio and I had my own space, it would, you know, I'd, I'd flourish out there. But luckily, <laughs> everything didn't work out. And um, LA just kind of, you know, things... I like to say everything happens for a reason. Doors close for a reason. Doors open for a reason. You don't, you don't get the job for a reason. You don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like everything, even though it may not like when I didn't get that studio space and I was like doing, I was talking to, you know, sound designers and, you know, acousticians and like talking to all these people. Um, some shit just fell through and I was super bummed about it. You know, I was, I almost ordered the, the monitors for the studio, they're huge, you know, like $15,000 monitors. I was so hyped, put the order in, had to cancel it. And I was just, I was bummed, but it worked out for the better because, you know, I didn't, I didn't see myself in LA at that time. You know, I didn't think that was feasible, it, you know, and then luckily that studio didn't work out. Things happened and LA just kind of fell into place. Boom. Just like that. And now here you are kind of on a new chapter in a sense. You're out in LA. So what are some of the things that you're working on right now? What do you got on your plate? Um, that you're allowed to say too. I mean, I'm sure you got people that, you know, probably don't want you talking about what's going on, but I work with Henry AZ a lot. That's my homie. He's, uh, he just released a new project. I mixed most of the project. Um, let's see. I've been working with cousin Stiz a lot. Oh, nice. He's a Boston local. So shout out, shout out Boston. And yeah, we've been making a lot of good records. Some stuff coming out soon, hopefully. Yeah, he's got he's got to release something soon. He's he's been he's been uh, yeah, he's been quiet, holding out on us for a bit. It's, he's been teasing it, you know what I'm saying? But uh, I th I think uh, the music is it's all been fire. Anything he's teased has been fire. I'll yeah. say that. <laughs> yeah, um, he likes to go on live a lot and uh, yeah. So, um, do you know Johan? By the way, you said what? Do you know Johan Lennox? The name sounds familiar. He's another guy from Mass. He's out in LA now, and, and Stiz was just on his last single. Um, definitely check him out. He, he's gonna he's on the podcast. He's gonna be one of the episodes that you, you'll hear soon. But uh, definitely somebody to link with out there too. Yeah. Um. What else am I doing? Do some stuff with Cash Page. We probably got a couple records coming soon. Um. Are you making beats for them or is it mostly mixing? 
mostly mixing. I do a little production here and there. Um, just kind of like executive type stuff, you know, not a whole lot of like, I don't, I don't really send beats to artists anymore. You know, if I'm in the studio with you and you need some beats, I'll play some shit or cook up right there for you. But, uh, like, like when we were with Stiz, we were just cooking up loop, cooking up through loops and stuff. I went, we went through, you know, loops made a bunch of beats recorded on a bunch. So, um, it kind of varies, but, uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm getting more into production now. I've kind of, I kind of put production on the back burner because I was trying to like hyper focus on engineering. And um, that's definitely one of the reasons why I, I learned it so fast. Like it was, I, I didn't just like have a knack for Pro Tools. You know what I'm saying? Like when I was in the studio, I was on YouTube, pro, like Pro Tools tutorials after every session. Like when I was at home, driving home, I was listening to Alex Tume interviews and his podcast. And it was just like, I was really trying to like live, live this life and be like, okay, if I really want to do this, I got to do this because I kind of like, I have I had this thought in my mind, like I've given up on everything else in my life. Like I gave up on college. I gave up on, on snowboarding and skateboarding and all these little, you know, dumb things. But I was like, there was like so many nights where I'm driving home and like listening to his podcast and stuff. And I'm just like, he's just telling you, you know, never give up. You know, if this is what you really want to do, do it. You can't half-ass it. And there's no turning back. Like you have to do it. So that's kind of like the mindset that I prepared myself to go into. Like all those nights where I'm like ready to give up, you know, 14 hour day, going to get four hours of sleep and then drive back to the studio. You know, I was like, is this really worth it? But you just got to think about like, you, you can't have a plan B is what I'm really trying to say. You know, if this is like, um, your end goal, you got to go all in. Like if you want to, and you, you don't, it's like off rip, you just not like crucial. Right. But like, if this is like, if it, you have that switch in your mind, like I want to do music full time, like you just have to do it. Like you have to. Just do it. That's uh, that's that's quite the uh, quite the message for anybody who's listening. I mean, regardless, you know, it's just so applicable to anything. So regardless of what you're trying yeah, to do, like if you, you literally, be, if you want to be in the NBA, go be in the NBA. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no like, like, what are you gonna do to get there, and what are you gonna give up? Like, I didn't take a weekend off for almost eight months. Like, consistently, not a single weekend off, eight months. Like I gave up all my social life. I didn't, it, it worked out because most of my, like my, my friends, um, they exited my life right before I got back getting into music. So that was like pretty dope that I didn't have that, uh, distraction. It was like one less thing to worry about, but yeah, you, you got to sacrifice. Like you really, if you, for anything, it's not just music. You know, if you want to be the world's best accountant, like you still got to sacrifice, you know, and you got to, you got to separate yourself from everybody else. Everybody else is digging around doing nothing. You got to separate yourself from everybody. And that was else. one of the things that I, I, that COVID made me do was like separate myself. So I became the guy who would pull up anywhere. Like you're at the hotel, I'm pulling up to do a session. Like you're at the Airbnb, I'm pulling up to do a session. Like you're on house arrest, I'm pulling up to do the session. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. 
it just, you, you got to do something to set yourself apart in anything. And half of that I think is like attitude or like your personality, how you approach everything, you know? We were talking about that earlier, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. You know, having that, that mentality and, you know, willing to go out there and do what you got to do and just grind away versus, you know, not grinding away. <laughs> like it and, and we, makes we the were difference. talking about a guy who's in like the, the, like the business music business and just networking and all the shit that he was doing. And I was like, well, it's gotta be something that's inside of you. And I was, and he was kind of a little more modest and like, didn't want to get, but I was like, dude, like music is a different animal than anything else. Like it's different mm-hmm. than making movies. It's different than being a producer on a TV show. And he was like running the warp tour. That was like what he did for 25 years. And I was like, dude, I like, there's gotta be something inside of you that like you can deal, especially because he was older too. It was like, dude, you could deal with these dudes who are 21 years old, who were getting fucked up city to city and, and dealing with security, like all the, I was like, I had something inside of you that's different. He's like, yeah, yeah, I guess you're probably right. And like, dude, yeah. Like it, it's something like special, absolutely special. And that's not something that you can like gain. No, and, and the music industry weeds it out. It weeds out the fake people who think that they have it. It, like, it, it just, it's so tough. That's not, that's not to be like, if you don't, if you don't think you have it, you might still have it. Yeah. Right. Like you just have to, you just have to like break down those levels of doubt just to be like, Oh, I don't think I, Oh, I don't, you know what I'm saying? And then you're like, but then like you find that, Oh, I do have that drive, that passion. I just had to like get over a couple things first, you know? Yeah. 100%. And it's just, and like, that's what I was like saying with him too. It's like, it's like the music industry is just like fucking future's been in the studio every day for the last like five years. That's what he just said like a couple weeks ago in an interview. He's like, I've been in the studio every single day. I go every day for the last five years. I, and he's like, he's fucking future. It's like, that's what you got to do. It weeds out like the weak who don't want to like work their fucking dicks off. Like it's crazy. Absolutely. And that, and that grind never stops. We'll keep referencing all the podcasts we've done because there's just so much insight from all these guests, but like, you know, we have Mark Wahlberg's producer and partner, Archie Gibson, like the same thing. They're talking about all the sacrifices they're making. It's like, all right, you think you're worth a hundred million dollars. You're still working, you know, your tail off. You're still grinding away. It doesn't stop once you made it. You know, if you want to keep going for it, you got to keep grinding and keep sacrificing. That's, that's the same thing for anything like this. Life is a journey. Like, leveling up doesn't stop for like ever like you want to like like you want to look physically fit you can keep going forever like you'll never there will always be someone who is at that next level always i'm saying like you'll never be the best it's a circle it's it's a complete circle yeah there's always going to be somebody who's the best and it it makes you wonder well who is the actual best right competition or anything you know it's not there's no competition once you compete with anybody else you lost so it's like, it's just about, man, I lost it. That was crazy. Just blank. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's, 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 you've never, you've never met the best you. The best you is still out there. Literally yeah. in any aspect. You think you found him? You didn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, literally. Yeah, you're and it takes, with it takes staring at the fucking mirror for a few minutes and you go, bro, this ain't even close to where we're going to be. Mm. Right, and you're like, and it's always like, yo, why am I not there yet? Why am I not there yet? And then when you're there from where you're not, you know what? When you're saying, why am I not there yet? And then you get there, you're going to have leveled Keep up. Going. You're going to be like, why am I not there yet? 
You know what I'm saying? You're like, why, why am I not a Grammy award winning engineer? Oh, and then I'm a Grammy award winning engineer. I'm like, why am I not multi Grammy? Like, why do I not have, you know what I'm saying? Why don't I have this? And then you get 17, like Kanye, and you say, fuck the Grammys. I don't give a fuck (laughs) about the Grammys. You piss on your Grammy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's what it is, man. It just never stops. Yeah. And that's life. That's That's life. life. It's everything. It's everything. Absolutely. I don't know. Moral story though. You just keep grinding. Fuck it, and I'm no beep. one cares about your excuses. Yeah. You're making excuses to yourself. I'm, I've been doing it all day. God, nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. Craziest <laughs> thing, man. Like you think people care? They don't. Like not at all. Not all even a little your bit. Excuses out the window because no one cares. And just yeah. show up. You just gotta show up the next day. Like literally, the reason I got my first session engineering at the studio was because I showed up and someone didn't. They said, you want this opportunity? I said, am I here? Yeah, let's go. Yeah. You know, if I wasn't there, I don't get that opportunity. And that's like a lot of shit. Like, just keep showing up. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be a go-getter. Door's going to open. Absolutely. It's like they say, you know, you you can just, you know, you can get unlimited pitches. Be right right at the plate, right? Keep swinging and swinging. You know, everybody's telling you, stop it. Like, give another guy a shot. Like... But once you hit the ball at one time, that's it. It, it. it outweighs everything else and everybody goes silent, you know? And it's just a matter of, do you want to keep swinging? Because people are going to give up at a certain point, you know? You, it's not three strikes. You keep going and going and going, and then eventually you're going to stop. But there's going to be the one person who keeps going. And once they hit that home run, nothing else mattered, you know? And then they're going to hit more home runs because they got the feeling of that home run. They're like, this is what it feels like. This is what I just tried all this time for. It feels so, yeah. oh my God. And like, I could do it again. <laughs> and I will do it again. <laughs> Swagger yeah, exactly, reposted something exactly. on Instagram. It was like some meme about Ja Rule. It was like Ja Rule turned down um, Fast and Furious 2 for $500,000. And they gave Ludacris the role. And he's made like $8 million on those franchises since then. <sighs> ja Rule, man. Luck, luck is where preparation meets opportunity what it is man I like that it's what it is there's no such thing as luck luck is just when preparation meets opportunity yeah you that's why you yep you gotta do it listen thanks Luke thank you so much for coming out this is dope man we We, appreciate it we'll we'll for sure do this again I'm sure we can schedule something get something going in the meanwhile though where can people find you on social media where can they find you online how can they get in touch with you Social media, thanks Luke, THX Luke on Instagram, uh, Twitter, I tweet a little bit sometimes, THX with two X's, THXX Luke. Um, DM me, I literally read every single DM. I always have time for people. If you just want to chat, talk about music, whatever. Um, if you're trying to get into music, hit me up. Um, if you're trying to get over drug addiction, hit me up. If you just need some some positivity and some 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 help in your life for your mental state, hit me up. You know, I'm, I love helping people and I would love to see everyone having a great time in music and, you know, just living their life to the fullest. So yeah. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. This is like the most positive message we've ever had. I know we're literally just sitting here just like, yeah, no gatekeeping, no gatekeeping, dude. Yeah, you you can have all my secrets. Like (laughs) I, I don't need any of my sauce. I'll give it all away. Because you're on to the next one. Once you give that away, you're already leveling exactly. up to the, the next levels one. Levels never stop. Exactly. I'm already on to some new sauce, and you'll get that. <laughs> you'll get that later. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Thank oh, you, yeah. Luke. Yeah, seriously, man. Appreciate it.
again for listening to Hull House Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Hull House, H-U-L-L-H-A-U-S. New episodes dropping every week, so stay tuned wherever you're listening.